Is the rapture scriptural? Some are contending that it is not. Biden is using banks to push his climate agenda, even though it is a hoax. And the need for digital identities to enhance a cashless society. All of this and much more is in the news, and it's all prophetic. And we will analyze these headlines while taking your calls on this open line edition of End of the Age. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Dave Robbins with End Time Ministries. Thank you for joining me on this edition of End of the Age. And wow, is there a lot in the news right now. I mean, things are happening so fast, it's really hard to keep up with. And I know I keep saying that, but every single prophecy concerning the second coming of Jesus Christ, the big majority of them have already occurred. Or they're either taking place right now, right before our very eyes, the world government, world religion, precursors to the mark of the beast, the um, efforts in the Middle East setting the stage for the future peace agreement, the sixth trumpet war, the geopolitical situation between uh, Iran, the United States, America, and many other Arab nations. It's all happening so fast. So, we're going to talk about it today. The, I will be taking your calls. The number to reach me, one 363 8463 And I have a very important announcement to make. Most of you know that Dallas, uh, the Dallas uh, Metroplex here, was hit with an ice storm Wednesday evening. And we still have not fully recovered from that. So I talked to the pastor, Lejean, up in Justin, Texas. We were going we to do the prophecy conference up there this weekend. That prophecy conference has been postponed until February 26 and 27. We have a hard freeze coming tonight. There's still ice everywhere. And just for the sake of everyone's safety, we postponed that out till February 26 and 27, so if you were planning on going to the conference in Justin tomorrow and Sunday, again, that has been postponed, February 26 and 27. And we'll be announcing it uh, many more times. We sent out the email blast and different things. But just want to make sure that you understand that has been postponed. If you were planning on attending this weekend, stay home, stay safe, and we will see you up there in another couple, two or three weeks. Now, Wow, I've got a lot of information here. I mean, we're going to get to some calls, but um, during the first segment here, the first six, eight minutes, Patheos, it is a, a news source. They published an article. And this is the kind of stuff you see in the news all the time. I don't understand it. But they published an article, 10 things that are not in the Bible. A lot of people have latched onto these things. They email us and they're calling us and, and different things. And it's like, 
that all this stuff is in the Bible. Think about this. They say in the article, there are many things Christians think are in the Bible but are not. For the sake of time today, before I get to the calls, I chose only two. Now think about this. They say, Pathios is saying, and a lot of people are starting to believe this, I don't understand, but that the rapture is not in Scripture. This is what they're saying. So, think about this. A bunch of American Christians are thinking that the rapture is is not taught in the Bible. But folks, it absolutely is taught in the Bible. Now, I know you nor I have ever seen the rapture occur, but that does not mean that it will not happen in the near future. I've never seen the second coming of Jesus Christ, but it's going to happen. If it's in the Bible, it absolutely will happen, folks. Don't let a news source tell you, well, the rapture is not in the Bible. No, absolutely. It is. Think about this. I want to define the rapture. If you don't know what the rapture is, then you're kind of stuck, right? But 1 Thessalonians 4, verse 15 through 17 says, For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep, that have passed on. My father-in-law, which is asleep. Perfect example. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. All of the Christians, all of the born-again individuals, will rise first. Then we, the Christians who are born again, then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. How can somebody say that the rapture is not in Scripture. Having read Scriptures like this, I don't know where they get these things. So in verse 17, the term caught up in the original Greek is harpazo, which means to seize or to snatch out or away. 1 Corinthians 15, 51-53, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. At the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound, the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and the mortal must put on immortality. This is what happens at the time of the rapture. If there were no rapture, what's the point in all this? Matthew 24, 30-31, Jesus said, And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven... Then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn. They shall see the sign of the coming of, um, of the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. He shall send his angels with the great sound of a trump. And they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. It's another account of the same thing. The rapture, the catching up of the church. So the rapture is the event where the Lord will come in the clouds send his angels with the sound of a great trump to gather the saints up to him. And it's at that time the saints will be changed from mortal to immortal, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. You understand the parable of the wheat and the tares in Matthew 13. And another example of that same experience, the same event, Revelation 14, 14 through 19, the simultaneous harvest. It's the exact same thing. 
as the parable of the wheat and the tares. And it is, it's, they're both examples of the rapture that will occur. Take the wheat, put it in the storehouse, take the tares, they'll be cast into the fire. It's the same example here, so that it's another account of the rapture. Daniel 12, 1 and 2, another example of the rapture. 2 Thessalonians 2, 1 through 3, another example. Revelation 20, 4 and 5, the first resurrection, another example. It's all the way through here, folks. At the time of the rapture, the dead in Christ will rise first, then we who are alive and remain will be caught up to meet them in the air. There is absolutely 100% a rapture in the scripture. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills. But God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV. And now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. Major internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth won't be censored, a platform where we can preach the message of the gospel. When you subscribe to End of the Age Plus today for just $12.99 a month, you can watch all of our content in a secure, easy-to-view way from your favorite device. When you go to watch.endtime.com and subscribe, you'll get instant access to all of our teaching resources, including Revelation, the Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Understanding the End Time, End Time Magazine, and so much more. We will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search Into the Age Plus in the App Store or Google Play. Well, welcome back, everybody. And I'm, I'm going to go to the phones, but I want to make sure that you get the announcement that because of the weather, the icy weather around the um, Metroplex here, that the Justin Conference up in Justin, Texas, has been postponed. It's uh, going to be the 26th and 27th of this month, just a couple, two or three weeks away. And uh, we wanted to make sure, because we had people wanting to come down from Oklahoma and all around to come to the conference, they called us and they said, hey, because of the weather, we'd love to come, but we can't come. I talked to the pastor and I said, look, you know, I don't know how, I don't, for safety's sake, because he's got, he's got a lot of ice up in Justin. He said, you know, I think it's probably best that we postpone it a few weeks. That way, uh, everybody that wants to come can make it. So, the Justin Conference, not today and not tomorrow and Sunday, but the 26th and 27th. Okay, um, 
I got a lot of more information, but let's go to the phones, and then if I can, I'll get back to it. Uh, let's go to Amy, calling in Washington. God bless, and welcome to End of the Age. Hello, Amay, are you there? Hello? Hello. You're on the air. Can you hear me all right now? Yes, I can. Okay, I'm near an airport, so I may, I may, I may cut out. Okay. Um, so I, I've been listening to a lot. I have a couple different platforms that I listen to, and, including subscribing to your end of the H+. And I've yeah. been watching just, as you said, everything's happening so fast, and you can see it now. It's not just being mumbled behind us and, and you know, hoping that we don't catch on and that sort of thing. It's like blatant in our faces now. And my oldest daughter has a young family. They're just starting out, and she loves the Lord. She really does. And I try to talk to her about some of this stuff to, so that she's aware, so that she sees things and make she can make good choices. And she says, Mom, but it says in the Bible that if I lean on the Lord, I, don't ha- I shouldn't have anything to worry about. And me being worried and watching all this stuff is me not leaning on the Lord. Should I just leave things, should I just leave it lie? Or is there something maybe that I can turn her on to, maybe on the end of the age plus, or something that, do, I mean, do I need to? Do, is she right? Do, does If she just relaxes and, I mean, what do you think? <laughs> yeah. So what I would do, worried. yeah, what I would do is I would take her through, Understanding the end time, the the 14 DVD series, number one, because I understand these prophecies. However, I'm not afraid and I'm not really worried because I know that I've got my salvation set and I'm not really afraid of it. I don't live in a state of fear. So really, your daughter is right in one way, is that if, if her salvation set, if she's been born again, uh, she doesn't want to follow prophecy, and she says, hey, I just don't want to worry about all of it. That's fine. The only danger about some of that is that when the mark of the beast comes, and she doesn't understand that, or the, the coercion by the world government, things like that, the world religion, if she gets caught up in some of that because she doesn't understand the prophecies, okay, then we got a huge problem. So we want to make sure that she understands what's coming, because there are some do's and don'ts in the end time. There are things you absolutely have to do, and there are things that you absolutely cannot do because they're of eternal consequence. So if she goes through that initial understanding the end time 14 DVD series, she'll understand about the world government, the world religion, the mark of the beast, all these different things, and it'll be things that she'll know, hey, I've got to be involved in this. I need to be preaching and teaching the gospel. I need to show others but yet there are some things that I cannot be a part of because they're of eternal consequence. I mean, if um, I don't know her feelings on as far as like, um, you know, precursors to the mark of the beast, getting caught up in some of these things like facial recognition uh, photographs. And, you know, some people, because they don't understand the prophecies of the Bible, there are many people in Sweden that are getting chips put in their hands as we speak, really all across Europe. Right. And right. so that's something that she absolutely should not be a part of. So really, if you could get her to go through the Understanding the End Time 1 through 14 DVDs, and it's on the Is End of the Age on, Plus. 
That would help her navigate the troubled waters just ahead. Well, I appreciate you talking with me today. Well, absolutely. And then, yeah, if you need anything else or you need any guidance, just let us know. Uh, Because to not know some of the, I mean, about almost one third, about 30% of the Bible is Bible prophecy. And for her to have no knowledge of that in the end time, that, you know, she could run into some dicey situations and not know how to, you know, not know what to do. And so that's why it's so important. Jesus, plus it, prophecy helps build your faith in the Word of God. There's many reasons for prophecy. It shows us how close we are, kind of put a sense of urgency in the church, uh, saying, hey, I've got to get this word out. But if somebody just sits back, puts their hands behind their head and lays in the lazy boy, I'm not saying that's what she's doing. I'm just saying there needs to kind of be a sense of urgency that, hey, there's people all over the world going to hell. I need to teach and preach the gospel to everybody I can get my hands on. So this, the Bible study will kind of walk her through all of that. All right. Yep. All right. Thank you so much. All right. God bless you, and thank you for the call. Let's go to Jim from Florida. God bless Jim. Welcome to End of the Age. Hey, Dave. Jim Truck. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good. How you doing? Uh, too bad. Listen, I've been uh, considering a few things since the last time we talked, and with all this stuff with uh, people saying Trump's still president and all the things that are going on with this QAnon stuff, and I don't know if you've looked at any of it, but a lot of false flags, a lot of things. The main thing I wanted to mention is what I'm starting to feel is that the Bible says, when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction shall come upon them and they shall not escape. Well, what their plan is, is that all this stuff is going to happen. It was, it was just a recent flood of uh, information on YouTube where all of the Trump stuff and all these other guys came up. And I was actually talking to Peter from Australia a little bit about it. And mm-hmm. we live in a broken world right now. And the world thinks that they can fix this broken world. They're dead wrong on that. But What's going to happen is they're going to say, they're going to all be singing Kumbaya, Dave. They're all going to come together. They're going to get rid of the deep state cabal, if you believe in any of that. I don't know where you stand with that. Right. But um, what do you know about that, and what do you think about that? So, I mean, the fact of the matter is, is that I'm, ten, I'm just following the prophecies, Jim. And I know what's coming in the near future. As far as all the nitty-gritty details... Some of that stuff we're just going to have to live through to see how it all plays out. And you and I both know that already. I mean, we've Absolutely. talked about some of this stuff, but um, as far as the, the, you know, the Trump still being president and the QAnon and all that other thing, Trump's not our president at this point. I mean, I know that the election may have been stolen and all that and everything everybody's talked about, but at this point, I mean, we're a year, we're over a year into the Biden presidency. He's calling the shots at this point. That's why inflation has went off the, off the charts and gas prices are over $3 a gallon now. And, you know, here in Texas, I just paid three nineteen the other night. It was $1.60 when Trump was here. If Trump was still the president, it'd still be down at $1.60. He's not the president. So the fact, you know, and that, so that's what kind of where I'm coming from. I'm watching the prophecies of the Bible. Some of these things will have to play out, um, and we'll have to live through them to look back and say, wow, that's what happened. At this point, it would be all speculation on my part. You know, I want to also just add real quick, it's good to hear your voice. God bless you. I've been praying for yeah, you. Yeah, you too, my uh, friend. The, uh, the thing is, I'm just going to warn people not to get caught up in this stuff too much, because there are people like 
They're saying that Trump is still president, and this guy that's Biden is not Biden, that's somebody with a mask on. I mean, all this stuff that's going on out there is all being put out there by people living in a fallen nature. What we need to do is what you said. We need to keep our eyes on the Word of God, understanding the prophecies that that really emboss the Word of God as being real. I feel Spirit of God talk about that, because we need to understand the prophecies the way your your father-in-law did it, Irvin, right? The way he did it was he didn't just throw Acts 2.38 at him. He gave them the prophecies to embolden their spirits to understand the validity of the Word of God so they would understand what's coming and how real that is. That's, yeah. that's the only thing we can really count on. We can't count on anything else. We live in a broken world. Uh, all, all these seams of the world were broken. We got the, 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 the circle of fire. We got volcanoes happening that... They keep talking about all this stuff, but be careful. I'm telling you, people, be careful. Don't get into this stuff too much. But understand, when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction will come on them. They say that what's going to happen, he's going to come back, this is going to happen, and this is going to happen. We're all, they're going to get rid of the deep state, and then there's going to be peace on earth. That, I'm very leery about that. So what yeah. do you think about the end part of that? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that, again, Jim, all I can do is teach and preach, like you said, just like my father-in-law did. We're going to stick to the prophecies of the Bible. We're going to teach that. Um, I know how the end time scenario plays out. Some of these other little things, these conspiracy theories. and I mean, a lot of people would try to tie prophecy into conspiracy theory because there have been people along the way that said, hey, this is going to happen. I saw this vision. And when they put it out there in the media and then it doesn't happen, then people get disillusioned. What we do is I stick like super glue to the prophecies of the Bible. Absolutely. I know how that's going to play out. And we, my father-in-law has, to my knowledge, uh, and I've, I've known him since before end time ever existed, he was never wrong on anything because he was a spirit-led individual and we follow the prophecies of the Bible. And um, thank God that everything he has said, everything has played out just like he said it would. So I know what's coming in the future because I know that all of all the prophecies that have happened in the past very, very important that we don't get caught up Amen. in these things. Uh, Jim, good to hear your voice. I thank you. God bless you. Man, uh, I got God so many calls. Uh, I'm going to move on. Thank you much, and God bless. Um, let's go to John in Tennessee. God bless John. Welcome to End of the Age. Dave. How you doing, John? Uh, well, not too bad for me. Good. Uh, recently, I heard on a radio pundancy, uh, a report that the Internal Revenue Service was going to institute a program whereupon people would have to take selfies and send them in, and then they would use facial recognition to allow access to IRS online accounting. Now, understanding that the uh, IRS is so far behind in computers that they still insist on using fax machines to communicate rather than (laughs) email. Yeah. Uh, I'm wondering if you've heard about this and whether or not you've heard anything about them planning to farm the technology out to existing companies in Europe or wherever because we don't have it set up in our government system to do it. Yeah. Now, I understand the United States is probably going to be isolated from the the beast government enough anyway to be protecting of Israel through the last three and a half years. But these government programs, once they're instituted, they have a tendency to hang on. Yeah, <laughs> no so doubt. that kind of makes me wondering if this is true, if it's 
hyperbole, if it's just a report somebody put out there with high-impact noise to run the fear levels up in people, or what have you heard about this? So yeah. I'll let you give me your insights on what this might be, and I'll take my answer offline. And okay. I think you're doing a wonderful job, and uh, bless you all and your crew up there, and we'll talk to you later. Okay. Thank you for the call, John. God bless my friend. Yes, okay, so I, I've read some articles on this, and I heard a program on the way home the other night where um, accountants, CPAs, all these different people were railing about the IRS using facial recognition. It, it's not hyperbole. It appears to be very real that, they, well, they're actually proposing that they use uh, facial recognition. They would love for it to happen. That, Like you say, people would have to take a snapshot. The CPAs that I heard calling in were saying, hey, I've got clients that are 95 years old. And they're going to have to come into my office and I'm going to have to walk them through all this. Basically, these people are in nursing homes and they just, they allow this CPA or an accountant to do their taxes for them. Well, now, and again, this is all about control. Facial recognition photographs, uh, chips, uh, biometric identification, all these different things. Body measurement, biometric. It's all about control at the end of the day. Trying to get everybody on this digital platform. That's why they don't like cash. That's why people are, entire countries are trying to go cashless. Because they want everybody to be in their database. Because if I can get you in my database, and it's dependent upon your unique identification number, then I can control you. That's what this all boils down to, John. Um, And so if you look at the social credit scores in China all of the different things going on in Europe and even here in the United States. Now, what we teach, what the Bible teaches about the United States conforming to this world governing body, you know that the, the beast in Daniel 7, lion with eagle's wings, the bear, the four-headed leopard, and the ten-horned beast, the United States, the eagle's wings, and then all the other modern nations, they jump over to Revelation 13. The world governing beast, the body of the leopard, the feet of the bear, mouth of the lion, ten horns of the ten horn kingdom. But the eagle's wings are not mentioned there. So that tells us, symbolically, the United States will not be fully engaged in the world governing body in the end time. However, it does not mean that up until a certain point, some of these things will not be implemented here in the United States. Because there are globalists running America. Now... Wow, man, coming up on a break. So, again, there are globalists running America. That's what it all boils down to. The the Great Reset being pushed here in America, the Build Back Better, all these different things, socialism being pushed here in America. It's all because we have a globalist administration that believes in a world government. And so could this facial recognition thing with the IRS come down? Absolutely it could happen. And that could be a precursor. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. 
When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the Prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, The Unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2, the late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. So I have, an, I have a quick announcement just to make sure because I know that there were several people planning on going to the conference, the prophecy conference up in Justin. Uh, we received some calls and emails and the pastor had received some, but then the ice storm hit. And so for the sake of safety, we wanted to postpone the Justin conference that was supposed to happen this weekend until February 26 and 27. Just to make sure that, you know, because there are a, a lot of people were going to come and, you know, wow. It, I mean, End Times parking lot is simply a huge lake. Well, there's supposed to be a hard freeze tonight. And then uh, it's going to be the same way tomorrow night. So we thought in, the, in just because of everybody, for everybody's safety, that we would postpone that till later on, a couple, two or three weeks from now, until February 26 and 27. Look forward to seeing all you Oklahoma people coming down and everybody else that will join us up there. We had a great conference last year. It was packed, and it was awesome. So we'll look forward to doing that again here in just a couple, two or three weeks. Okay, straight back to the phones. Glenn in New Jersey. God bless Glenn. Welcome um, to End of the Age. Yes, hello, Pastor uh, Dave. Can you hear me? Yes, sir, I can. Um, thank you for having me. Um, it, is, it is a privilege for me to talk to, to be able to talk to you. Um, I... Many, many months ago, you know, I tried to call, and at that time, Pastor Baxter passed away, you know, to express my condolence. Yes. And um, I was uh, living in Germany um, and um, have been following you for 10-plus years. And um, I was a pre-tribber at one time, you know, so by the time I started following your program, I became a post-tribber. And uh, I just want to... um, express my condolence for what happened at that time with uh, Pastor Baxter. Yes, sir. And I also want to um, say you are doing really a great uh, work, and uh, I thank God for your life, for your ministry. You are an encouragement to us. You give us a lot of hope, faith, and strength. Uh, and I thank um, God for the, the school that you have, Yes. Uh, for the Prophecy College, mm-hmm. and I would encourage everyone to get on board. And I thank God for everything that you do on a daily basis uh, to help us grow. So my question has already been answered um, 
you know, um, in a way. And and my question was, um, you know, despite the fact that you say, you know, that we will not be part of the uh, world uh, uh, governing uh, system, you know, when it is being implemented. Yes, sir. um, And we being here in, in America... Uh, would there still be some kind of restrictions, you know, or is it constri- you know, restrictions as far as we here are concerned? I mean, like we saw even during this uh, COVID, uh, pandemic yeah. uh, season, you know, the kinds of restrictions that were in certain states, you know, that there are certain things that you couldn't, <coughs> that, <coughs> sorry, uh, that, and that, that you couldn't do. And so um, would that be also, would it be to, uh, to that intensity, like it would be in Europe when the Antichrist comes on the scene yeah. uh, here in America, that we will not be able to do certain things yeah. you know, that will be restricted in one way or the other. Right. So I will tell you, um, let's, so let's boil it down to its essence. If you're talking about the mark of the beast, the Bible says in Revelation um, 13, 16, and 17, that everybody will give, be given a, a mark in their, on their right hand or in their forehead. And without that, they won't be able to, to buy or sell or to function in society. So everybody's going to be given their own unique identification number. Let's say, just for the sake of argument here, that it was a chip in your hand. The, which I don't know if that's what it'll be, but let's just say, well, if there are several states, I think there are nine states that have passed laws here in the United States that said it is illegal for a... Um, business to require their employees to have a chip in their hand for identification. Illegal. So there are people here in the United States that would fight against that, i.e., look at uh, Florida uh, with a Ron DeSantis or a Texas with a Greg Abbott and some of the other states that are fighting against this uh, vaccine mandate and the, um, the mask mandate and things like that. So what it's doing, it's segregating the states. There are states that are fully compliant, and there are other states that are saying, no, we'll fight you to the death over this. And so yeah. it may be like that, but I do not believe. I talked to my father-in-law about this in great detail because I wanted to understand this. The mark yeah. of the beast system would not become the law of the land here in the United States. Will we face some resistance? Sure. But because there are globalists, again, Joe Biden is a globalist. His administration is a globalist administration. He's trying to pull us into world government. But yet there are people, governors that are resisting, resisting. So it's a checks and balances in the United States. If we ever lose the checks and balance, then we'll be in trouble. But I do not believe, according to the prophecies of the Bible, that that's going to happen. Uh, Yes, um, uh, Pastor Dave, you know, because... um you know, I mean, since, you know, the mark of the beast, you know, uh, works with technology, and uh, we have, uh, an, uh, and it implies technology, and uh, of course we make use of that here in the U.S. and everywhere globally in all of the world, uh, computer yeah. technology. Mm-hmm. So p- perhaps, you know, they will try to implement it in the U.S., in, in, the, in the United States as well, oh, like, yeah. you know, like, like you say. And then what you are saying, well, even though they, they will try to do so, uh, we as Christians, you know, uh, will resist it because uh, we don't want... So because I was thinking that it will not cross, you know, like the ocean. It will just stay in Europe, you know, with the implementation of, 
you know, the mark of the beast and the chip technology and all of those things, but it doesn't appear so. It's, it's globally because of computer technology. Yeah. Well, if another thing you need to look at, Glenn, is that with the, 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 Bible, the Bible tells us that there will be nations that will specifically escape out of the hand of the Antichrist and will not pledge allegiance to him. Israel, number yeah. one. The, the Battle of Armageddon yeah. will be fought over Israel and their resistance to the Antichrist and the world government. The yeah. world governing armies are going to come down against Israel because Israel will not comply. The country of Jordan, yeah. uh, Daniel chapter 11. The children of Edom, Moab, and Ammon. That's, that's Jordan. Jordan will never comply. And we believe the United States because in Revelation 13, the Bible says Israel, the woman with 12 stars around her head, is carried away on the wings of a great eagle where she is, she is nursed in her place, which is Israel, the promised land, for that final three and one half years. So we believe because of the prophecies, the United States, at least the United States, Israel, and Jordan will not come under the full reign of the Antichrist and he will be fighting, facing resistance all the way to the end. Yeah. Again, there are people here in the United States that want to comply, okay? Now, they've been deep-seated yeah. in the United States for decades. The, the Democratic Socialists of America, the Communist Party USA, it's been here for decades. These people have been groomed for, to get in these positions. A guy like Joe Biden just didn't end up there by happenstance. He was willing to comply decades ago. I, I read an article in, I think it was the Washington Post, how Joe Biden decades ago was pro-United Nations, pro-New World Order. So how do you think he got to where he's at now? Because he is on board and they need somebody on board. So they groomed him for that position. He just didn't accidentally end up there. And so, I mean, if you understand, you know, I don't know the man, but it doesn't seem like he's fully uh, has all of his um, senses. And I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying that to be mean. I mean, it just seems like sometimes he can't think right. But he's the president of the United States. How does that happen? Yeah. They need somebody yeah. who will comply with their edicts. And so that's what yeah. we've got right now. Um, how all this plays out. Will we get somebody, i.e. like a Donald Trump, like a... Because Donald Trump was pulling us out of world government. You've seen it happen. You've yeah. seen gas yeah. prices go down. I mean, no, very little or if no inflation, I mean, the economy was just screaming because you had somebody that would not comply and that was America first. And so that's what really happened. Um, but, uh, you know, some of these things, Glenn, I know the big picture. I know um, what the prophecies say. Some of the little intricate details, again, we're simply going to have to live through these things, just like the Chernobyl nuclear accident. We knew something was going to happen, but until we lived through that and looked back, there's no way we could tell. My father-in-law never could have said, hey, there's going to be a Chernobyl nuclear accident in the future. He didn't know that until it happened, and then all of the pieces fit the prophecy perfectly. And so um, that's how it's going to be here in the United States. I know the big picture, but some of the intricate details, we'll have to fill those in along the way. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Pastor uh, Dave, uh, thank you very much. You have blessed us tremendously. You are doing a great work, you and your team. Thank God for your life. And we continue to, uh, you know, listen back to the next uh, uh, teachings, you know, that are coming from you. Thank you very much for everything. Yeah. Uh, you are uh, wonderful people.
people. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Glenn, and, and God bless you, and thank you for the call, and thank you for the encouraging words, and uh, God's helping us. I mean, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm so thankful. Without God, folks, we, this would be nothing. I mean, without, without God, none of us have anything. But when you've got God, and you've got the Word of God, and you stand on that, and God's helping you, and you're praying, and God's leading and guiding you by His Spirit, I'm telling you, it works out like a dream. Do we go through troubles and trials and tribulations? Sure. But God will always bring us through. Look at the apostles. Look at all the Old Testament prophets. Look at everybody that simply yielded, submitted their lives to God. God took them through everything, and they always came out smelling like a rose. You say, but well, some of them got killed. Yeah, they did. But guess where they're at today? Look in the New Jerusalem. Their names, the, the apostles' names are written on the foundations of the New Jerusalem. I mean, all, all throughout. And it's not how you start out, it's how you end up. Man, I'm gonna, I, I wish I had a pulpit here. We could start preaching, okay? Not going to do that because I know today's your day. Um, let's go to Joe in New York. God bless Joe. Welcome to End of the Age. How are you, my brother David? Uh, I'm doing well, thank you. Okay, I'll try to be point and not take up too much time because listening opens up a lot of things. And, you know, I listen every day. And the thing of it is, is that, first of all, all believers who know and love the Lord Jesus have to take a deep breath and relax. Jesus won. He finished it on the cross. We have to, every day, remind ourselves, every day, who we are in Christ. As far as, chair, you know, a, a, a lot of a lot of believers are getting caught up of the deceptions. The deceptions come from Satan. He's trying to keep us away from preaching the gospel and knowing the truth of the prophecies and the scriptures, and people are getting upset. I just listened to the callers, and the best thing we can do, if you're sharing the gospel with an unsaved person, you just give them your own story. That's the foundation you can't stand in front of someone who never read the Bible and start quoting scriptures to them. They don't know what you're talking about. But when you share your own testimony, that's the best way to witness to an unsaved person. That's number one. For the body of Christ, they've got to have no fear. When we start dealing with fear, we're playing cards with Satan. So just put, push aside the deceptions. It's exactly what you're saying, Dave. As things unfold, us who have number one Holy Spirit in us, who is to lead us to know all truth, that's what the scripture says, we'll know how to navigate. Each individual, we will know how to navigate through these various things. Yes, sir. You know, yeah. and. Well, Joe, I, I hate to do this to you. We're coming up on a break. I'm, 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 I'm going to have to let you go. I mean, hopefully we continue this next week. I got a full bank of callers. I do thank you for calling me, but um, yeah, well, I mean, when we get back from it, we'll get right back to the calls, folks. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began the ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. 
We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Wow, man, everybody, we need to start doing these for two hours because I've got a lot of calls. I'm going to go straight to the phones. If you will keep it, your questions short, then I will do my best to keep my answers short. And I'll try to get to everybody by the end of the program. So here we go. Nick in California. God bless Nick. Welcome to End of the Age. Hey, Dave. How you doing? I'm tremendous. How are you you doing? what you do. Uh, Just, we need more, more, man. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, uh, just a quick question. Um, I don't know if you know about the rooted programs that are in churches right now. Do you know anything about those? No, I'm not familiar with that. Well, basically... It's an organization that comes into the churches and um, sets up, um, you know, uh, a courses in biblical principles, um, kind of like a new believer course, sort of. Okay. Um, and the thing, it kind of worries me that one organization is doing this to all the churches. Um, even some Calvary started doing it, and, and Calvary used to always have their own um believer classes and stuff, but, right. you know, you pay this fee and you get all the materials and stuff. My question is, I'm kind of worried about this. I mean, that seems like it'd be a one-world religion thing just starting right there, you know. Uh, it would depend on what, they, what they're teaching, Nick. Oh, it's biblical. Okay, so I, w- the thing is, I know that there are, um, like our church has a deal that come in, it's like a, a, a college course it's called Purpose Institute. I know they teach the truth, uh, except some of their prophecy, you know, it's maybe questionable, but I mean, we'll talk about that another time. But the, the Purpose Institute part of it, the, the biblical foundational principle part, it's a college course. And it's something that you can follow, and it enhances the church, and it kind of takes some of that, um, some of the high-level teaching off of the pastor's plate. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. However, if it's something that comes in that's not scriptural, then we got an issue. And again, I, I'm not familiar with rooted, um, but if you make sure that it's scriptural and that they it's biblically based, maybe it's just the pastor bringing in something to help him out uh, with some more enhanced, uh, higher learning for the people. I don't see anything wrong with that. Um, Nick, I hate to go. I got so many calls. God bless you and thank you. God bless you too. God bless um, you Let's guys. go to uh, Diana in Ohio. God bless Diana. Welcome to End of the Age. Hi. Hello. Thanks for thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. Now, um, you had mentioned something about Israel getting ready to bomb Iran because they're getting ready to nuke Israel pretty soon here in a couple of weeks. And I was just thinking, yeah, I know we've known that we've heard about that, but won't that mean uh, America will be joining them? Because I can't imagine them letting them do that all by themselves. Yeah. So Israel has bombed Iran in the past without the United States. Um, and I think it was a couple times when they bombed their nuclear uh, facilities. However, um, and they are willing to go it alone again. But if you look at the prophecies of the Bible, we know that there's a six-trumpet war coming. It's got to emanate out of that Euphrates River region. So 
if they do go. And another thing is that Israel has just been put under CENTCOM, Central Command in the Middle East, under the United States. They used to be with Europe, but now they're under Central Command with the United States. So, you know, it could. Again, this would be speculation, Diana, but it could pull the United States in because they're working with everybody right now. They're all in... um, working hand-in-hand with all their military operations in that region. So it absolutely could, but at this point, it's speculation on my part. Okay. Yeah. And believe me, I'm following it very, very closely because I know the Six Trumpet Wars is one of the next prophecies to occur. I'm sorry? What did you say? I said, believe me, I'm following it very, very closely because I know the Six Trumpet War is one of the next prophecies to occur on God's timeline. I mean, so it's got to have, it could, if we're not already in the war, there are some people that have believed we've already started World War III and it has just not escalated to the point where we, there's mass casualties. Because Iran, the number one state sponsor of terrorism, has been working with, they've been doing drone attacks and all kinds of different things. And they're establishing, they're putting their proxies all around Israel. They're in, um, in, uh, they're down in Yemen, they're in Iraq. They're in Syria, they're in Lebanon, they're all around Israel. And so they're just kind of biding their time until they are all called up and they're ready to make their move. And so that's what a lot of people are looking at. Um, But at this point, you know, it's all still kind of up in the air. Israel's preparing for what's going to happen. They're really waiting to see what happens in Vienna. But even if if they get a, 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 um, a, a joint comprehensive plan of action, a nuclear deal, number two... It still doesn't mean that they won't attack because it, it really depends on what's in the deal. So I'm following it very closely, but at this point, you never know. Okay, well, keep us posted because nobody I, else is talking about it. I, certain, I certainly will, absolutely. Thank you. God bless you, Diana. Thank you very much. Um, let's go to James in Oregon. Uh, God bless James. Welcome to End of the Age. Hey, brother. Good to talk to you. Thank you. Um, you too. Got a question in regards to the Ezekiel War. Yes, we know that um, Israel is going to be on its own. The only person that's going to be on their side is God, and God's going to help them win it. And it says that um, all the other people that are supposed to be friends to Israel are going to say, "What are you doing? Are you just trying to come for the spoils?" Yeah. For that to happen, wouldn't America have to be seen as a non-threatening world power? And also have a president that wasn't like Trump in that that president truly isn't a friend of Israel. And I see that happening, and it's happening now, and I see all the signs of things being set up as far as Russia and Ukraine and Iran being set up for the Ezekiel War to happen at any time. Yeah, so... um just to, to bring everybody else in on our conversation, James, Ezekiel 38 and 39 is the Battle of Armageddon. Now, let, I want to make sure that we clear that up for everybody. So okay, the, I'm sorry. Yeah, so the, the, the Battle of Armageddon happens at the end of the final seven-year period. The Sixth Trumpet War happens prior to the final three and one-half years. So they're two separate right. wars. When you're talking about the Ezekiel War... Yes, I mean, I know scripturally what happened with the United States and Israel's relationship during the three and one half years. How yeah, the world governing armies, because think about this, James. I read an article the other day that said that 
the United Nations could not stop Russia from invading Ukraine because Russia has veto power. So if the United Nations, if the UN Security Council uh, issued a, a resolution that says, no, you can't invade them, Russia could veto that. So, you know, the big five that have veto power, well, Russia's one of them. So the United Nations would be useless. And so if you come to the Ezekiel War, Revelation, um, or the uh, Battle of Armageddon, if the United, Na- the United States has used their UN Security Council veto power to protect Israel all the way through that final three and one half years, and then we get to where the, the world government says, hey, we're going to invade Israel. They do not, you know, they don't want to give up Jerusalem. And we see that the only way for peace in the Middle East, we're going to go down and invade them. If the, U- if the United States said, no, we can't, we can't do that. Let's pass a resolution. They could veto that and head on down there. We could, in other words, um, they're going to, it appears, now this is, I'm speculating, that they will override any veto that the United States would offer against that and go on down against the United States. Now, again, it doesn't mention the eagle. It doesn't mention the United States as any one of those nations being there involved in the war. It's going to be Israel. And it's going to be, in. Uh, if you look at Ezekiel 38, there's Gog and Magog, that's Russia, Togomar, Turkey, Persia, Iran. There's different parts of Europe with Gomer, all these other different, but nothing about the United States. What has happened to the United States at the Battle of Armageddon? Honestly, we've studied it for years. I do not know the answer to that, James. I wish I did, but at this point, purely speculation. I know what happens up to that point, but like you said, now... In the Battle of Armageddon, two-thirds of Israel is going to be wiped out. I don't even like talking about that because I love those people and I love that country. But if you look back in Zechariah, two-thirds of that will be of them will be wiped out. God's going to bring a remnant through the fire. Um, you know, again, some of these things, it's uh, I don't even like talking about them because I have many, many friends there. And so, uh, but what happened? How the United States allows that to happen, I don't know. I mean, I, we've studied it for years. I don't see anything in the Bible about it. Um, and so I, I know that the nations will be able to invade. The Battle of Armageddon will happen, and it doesn't mention anything about the Ezekiel, or the eagle's wings. What has happened to us, I do not know. I wish I did, but that's one question I, I simply can't answer because the Bible doesn't give us the answer at that point. So... All I know is that um, I've got to, I've got to, I will pray for those individuals and we've got to teach and preach the gospel to every one of them before this is over with because the Bible says they will be saved. But um, we'll have to do our job to get as many out of the Great Tribulation as possible. That's going to be our job during that time. Uh, that's the best I can tell you, James. Well, thank you, brother, and thank you for spreading the word. Absolutely. God bless you, my friend. Uh, let's see if we can get to some more. Um, Michael in West Virginia. God bless Michael. Welcome to End of the Age. Hey, Brother Robbins. Thanks for taking the call. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Um, so my, my question is kind of centered around uh, the mark of the beast. And Brother Baxter, uh, the way he taught all those years, I kind of like to step back and look at things the way John 
possibly was looking at it when he was writing. Yes. And de- describing the best he could what he was seeing. Yes. And so when we read about the mark of the beast and, you know, the mark in the hand, mark in the foreheads, and how he said, you know, the rich, the poor, uh, everyone, it seemed like everyone had this thing. Uh, didn't, I, and, and I was like, trying to think, I was like, you know, if I look at this day and time and I see people, uh, kind of in a ballpark of the a cell phone, you know, yeah. toddlers have cell phones, uh, rich people have cell phones. Right. You're driving up the side of the road and you see people that can barely afford clothes and food, yet they have a phone, you know? It's, yeah. It's like, he, he's looking and he said, everywhere I looked, I saw people with this thing. And, and does it have to be something that is like, you have to have this, or could it just simply be like a system or something in place that it's like, I can't live without it. I can't buy without it. I can't sell without it. I just, we're so entangled in that digital platform or in that way of life that, uh, you know, not that it's a mandatory thing, but it's just, you have to have it in order yeah. to function in society. The way of the world, the way of, of the Antichrist, you know, whatever that system will be, right. you just have to do it. And and to break away from that, you know, yeah. uh, it's almost like it's impossible to, so, to break loose from this way that we live these days. So um, I was kind of wondering in that way. And also, uh, just real quick, the seal that was talked about in the foreheads of the servant of God. Yeah. You know, mark of the beast to those people in the seal in the foreheads. What are we seeing uh, when it comes to that as well? Yeah. So I actually agree with you. I, you know, does it have to be a physical mark? That's possible. Um, could it be a phone uh, with your identification number on it? Could it be um, a, a card that you carry? You know, hey, papers, please. Um, could it be a retinal scan? That's in your forehead. Uh, facial recognition photograph. I mean, at this point, Michael, it is. I would be speculating because there are a million ways they could do it. Invisible tattoos that look like a... a, a um, Barcode, I mean, anything like that. That's why we say there's two things you absolutely should never do. Never put a mark of identification on your person and never pledge allegiance to the Antichrist or his world governing system. If you don't do those two things, even if you're carrying a phone, you will not have taken the mark of the beast because you will not have pledged allegiance to the Antichrist or his world governing system. Man, you guys, the time goes so fast. Um, God bless you. Have a great weekend. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463, or visit us online at endtime.com. 